Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. I want to ask the question, what in 10 years or even five years, if you see someone that you haven't seen for that period of time, what or who are they going to see in you? And uh, I want to just leave that with you as I open in prayer. Lord, we thank you that you are with us and thank you that you are always speaking. We pray today for your voice, for your clarity, for your truth to pierce our hearts and to bring change and bring reformation and bring strength and life in fresh new ways like never before in Jesus' name. Amen. Change. Some of us hate it. Some of us like it. And uh, I don't mind change as long as it's controllable. Uh, But it's one of those things that if we get hit from a direction we're not expecting, it can really throw us. And as humans, we really like routine. We like things fairly organized and straightforward, planned out. And so even in this global situation now, a lot of us are facing a lot of change. Um, John Maxwell, the great leadership teacher, says change is inevitable. Growth is optional. It's a perfect saying, and it's really how I want to set up the whole theme for what I want to share on. And that is that you and I have choices in this hour and in these months to grow, not just to change. And how we grow in this period will have a big effect on how we come out of this. I know for myself, it's one of those things at the first few weeks of this uh, epidemic when it was happening, I remember just thinking through, okay, it's going to be a number of months. We're not going to be having the same routine, same things at church and in our other areas of life. Therefore, I'm going to have to take decisive action in my life to make sure that there's certain things that continue. And so we've, we've done that in the areas of our health and exercise and prayer life and family life and keeping some routine and in other ways. But we have to take decisive action, otherwise nothing happens. And growth is optional. If you and I want to grow in this season, then we're going to have to make decisions to grow. It doesn't just happen spontaneously and it doesn't just fall on us uh, just because we're nice people. We have to make decisions. We have to take action and If we are aware of our situation and aware of who we are, then we have the power to take full responsibility and say, okay, I'm going to grow in this season, not just change. Some of us over the last, let's say, 10 years, we might be able to look back and say, what kind of person was I 10 years ago and what kind of person am I now? 10 years is a long time, maybe even just three years, we can look back and say, wow, I have changed significantly in the last few years. And we might be able to look at situations, we might be able to look at um, even disasters in our life and some bad things that have happened to us. And those things shape us, they mould us. And out of that, we get a choice out of those situations, how are we going to develop? How are we going to grow after going through trials and troubles? Or even after going through amazing periods in our life, how is that going to shape us? And so I want to explore that today 
for a little bit so that we can just together have a think about what the next few years look like or maybe what does 10 years look like when you see people that you haven't seen in a long time in five years what do you want them to see who do you want them to see and if we have a little bit of a vision of what that looks like, it will help us right now to make decisions and take action to ensure that we are washing ourselves and watering ourselves and growing ourselves in that way so that in five and ten years when we see those people or when we see ourselves, we will see the type of person that we really want to be. Through life, we go through all sorts of journeys and there are lots of things that mold us and shape us. And I want to explore today, what does it look like when we allow Jesus to be the one that molds us and shapes us? Because if you're like me, you would have been through all sorts of situations. And what I want to encourage you today, wherever you're watching from, whatever you're going through, is don't allow trials and struggles and trauma and bad situations to dictate your life in a negative way any longer. Because we all get faced with those things, some worse than others, but we never truly know what a person has been through. We might look at someone and think we know what they've been through, but we actually don't know. We don't know what they were like as a child. We don't know the family situations. We don't know the personal struggles. We don't know the other situations that maybe they tell no one about. So we have no right comparing. We have no right judging. We have no right uh, trying to make an assessment of they've got it easier than I have because we never truly know. And so how are those situations, how have they shaped you? Do they still play a part in your life? Do they still uh, uh, come out at times in either a negative or positive way? Obviously, the negative things we want to bring to the cross, we want to crucify at the cross, so to speak, and we want to be washed and cleansed and forgiven and freed from so that those things don't carry forward in our lives. And the good things, we want them to grow. We want them to shape us. And so for me, I can think in the last, in the last decade, we, had, we sold our business, we had a very large business, manufacturing business, and we sold that uh, business, which was a business we started, we grew to over 500 staff and uh, a very successful, at times, business. And then in the last year or two, we hit some projects that really, really threw us. And, uh, and they were very, very challenging uh, in ways that I'd never faced in my life before. A lot of stress, a lot of pressure, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of change. And I can look back to those situations where in some ways, uh, particularly at the time, uh, I believe I was really wronged in, in some particular, particular contractual discussions uh, with clients and things like that. And... and um, and, so, and they were very, very tough because I was disempowered in some ways. And so I had a choice after that. Once that closed out and we'd sold the business and I'd moved on, I had a choice as to whether I was going to let that really eat at me for the next few years of my life until one day I finally get over it, 
Or very early on, I remember thinking, in fact, I remember jogging past uh, one of the projects that actually was uh, really disastrous for us in a lot of ways. I remember jogging past there and literally speaking to the, the, the particular project that was completed by them and actually forgiving those, those people involved with that where I felt I was very, very wronged. And uh, I remember really having to do that quite a number of times because sometimes forgiveness needs repetition. And so if you feel like you're still harboring things, even from the past, maybe many years ago, that you haven't quite let go, then I want to encourage you to do what I did. And you might have to run past a place or put on some music or do something to, to uh, remember that situation. But continue forgiving, continue forgiving. And I know for me, I think it probably took about a hundred times, maybe longer, of just continually forgiving. I released that, those guys, I named the, the guys that I particularly felt uh, hurt by. And, and so uh, to, to now, it doesn't really affect me. I can bring it up, it's no big deal. Uh, but it's something we have to go after. And I want to encourage you, go after forgiveness. It doesn't fall on you. You have to take action. You have to actually have self-control and empowerment and go after it. Appropriate the power of the cross. It's yours to appropriate. Jesus has given us authority, but we have to use that authority. It doesn't just swirl around us. And so in these areas of our life, if we can see negative patterns, if we can see things eating at us, then I want to encourage you, go for it. Uh, be active in this area. And I know for me, it's something that now it, it, it's made me better, not bitter. But I could have very easily become bitter. And for the rest of my life, I would have been telling stories. I would have been uh, saying negative things. I would have been thinking badly uh, about those particular guys and, and, and the dealings and everything like that. But now it's not an issue. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to go and put yourself through that again and trust those same types of people. No, that's a different thing. But what we can do is be freed from any baggage by letting them go and forgiving. Um, there's a couple of things I want to bring out of this thought today. And I want to start in Romans 12, verse 2, very, very popular passage. Uh, and it says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. In other words, what is shaping us? Is it the events of the world right now? No, it's the renewing of our mind in Christ. And as believers, we've got to make sure that we aren't letting all the situations going on in our life and even friends and, and different things, maybe it's trauma, maybe it's something else. Uh, and you see, over time, we all change. But how we change is completely up to us. And so we want to become better, not bitter. If when we talk, we can hear some bitterness coming out of ourselves, as I do sometimes, and I'll think, wow, okay, that's still there. Then we've got to deal with that and let's become better. Don't let bitterness come out of you. And if it's coming out of you, go to the root of the bitterness and make sure you deal with it there. Because if there's, if there's fruit, then there's a root. And so we want to make sure that we're getting better all the time. In 10 years when we see someone, what do we want them to see? A better version of us. We want them to see health. We want them to see strength. We want them to see our, our enthusiasm and our vitality in the Lord and our faith increased and, and seeing what God can really do through us in, in five and 10 years. And so I want to encourage you. Have a think today about some of those areas of your life. Have a think about someone that you only see occasionally. What do you want them to see next time you see them? Because today, 
is the beginning of the process. Maybe you're already well into it, but today is the day where we make decisions. I want to become better, not bitter. I've had enough of bitterness. I've had enough of negativity. I've had enough of disappointment and complaining. Your life is too short to waste all your energy on that toxic stuff. It's not what you're created to be. You're created to be a living, vibrant human being. And so how do we do that? We renew our minds by the word of God. And then it goes on. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing and perfect will. He desires for you and for me that we would follow after his will. And when we're hearing his voice, when we're reading his word, when we're becoming like Jesus, he is the one that shapes us. Not the trauma from five years ago, not the disappointment from 15 years ago, not the hurts and the troubles, or maybe those influential negative people that we've, we've given empowerment into our lives to have authority somehow, some reason we've done that, but we don't need to do that. And I want to encourage you, if you've got anyone around you in your influential sphere who you, after years, you know they're not helpful for you. They're actually, they pull you down. You don't feel empowered and positive after being around them. Then you have the authority over your own life to take action. No one is forcing you to. Uh, if it's a boss, it's a slightly different situation and there's, there's other things we need to be doing in that situation. But if it's our choice, then make the choices to be around healthy, vibrant people. And this will bring change in our lives. Iron sharpens iron. We want to be sharpened by others who are positive. We want to be sharpened by others who carry faith. I know when I get around other people and if they carry a faith that I don't have, I like to leave them with a little bit of what's in their bank account. I want to have some of that faith. I want to have some of that belief, some of that understanding. And so this is how we allow a change over time to shape us and mould us. Ephesians 4, to 24 says this, To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and be renewed by the spirit of your minds, in the spirit of your minds, and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. In this time and in the years to come, I'd love to think that maybe today, a simple word from the Lord for you and for me would be becoming like Jesus, renewing our minds, renewing our spirit, renewing our bodies so that he's the one who shapes us, not the work situation, not the fear of the world situation, not other things that have held us back over the years, but Jesus actually draws us out of what's going on. He washes us from the old self. He's given us a new self. We are in the process of discovering what that new self looks like, and that's called sanctification. When we're in that process, we're actually discovering more of who we truly are in Christ. The old is gone, the new has come. And so we're, we're looking forward all the time. That's what sanctification is. It's looking forward and it's looking for the holiness of God to be applied to us in our daily lives. And sometimes this is a lifelong journey. I'd love to think it was an instant thing at salvation, but for most of us and everyone I've ever met, it's actually a lifelong process of, of applying the cross, appropriating the power of Jesus and his word and his 
his truth and his life and then living it out each day. Change is up to us. How and what will happen out of that change is really pivotal for our lives. And so I want to summarize everything I'm saying today and then I want to pray at the end so that we can maybe take some action today. Uh, we, we have a, a great leader that we uh, love and have association with, Peter McHugh from Stairway Church in Melbourne. And he so often says that self-awareness and personal responsibility are two powerful traits. And we've really taken that on. We've seen it for years now affecting every conversation and decision we make. And, and that is being self-aware. How do I behave? What are my behaviours? How do I affect other people? Uh, uh, what am I feeding my life with? What fruit's coming from my life? And then personal responsibility, not just blame shifting, not saying, oh, that was that person, that was that person, but taking responsibility for our life and the fact that God has placed us here for a reason and a season and we all have unique gifts and you're needed and I'm needed and we're all needed because of that specific anointing and, and, and authority that we all carry, that gifting is needed in this hour. And so I want to encourage you today, wherever you're at in life, you might be thriving and going great guns and, and that's incredible. Then you're in a great place to even take it to another level of saying, all right, in two years, in five years, in 10 years, I'd actually like to be seeing all, all these things happening. And then we take action. And this is not about performing just for the sake of pleasing other people. This is about looking at the talents that God has given us to use in our lifetime and investing our lives wisely. Because some of us uh, are still stuck with limitations of the past. It doesn't need to be that way. Have self-awareness and take personal responsibility today. Some have struggles that you're still struggling with, habits and thoughts and fears and anxieties. And, and, and some of these things are real and physical, and, and I don't want to make light of those things. But beginning that process of change starts with us becoming self-aware and then taking responsibility. It's not a time to have excuses and to, to blame shift, but it's a time to look at ourselves and say, okay, Lord, I might have... 30, 40, 50, 60 years, 10 years, whatever it is, left on this earth. And I want to allow my life to be shaped and moulded by Jesus Christ. I don't want to be shaped and moulded by all the other opinions going on out there. And so many opinions in this world that we can listen to. But there's only one opinion we should listen to, and that's Jesus Christ. That's his word. And you might be watching today and you don't actually know him. You've never connected with him in that way. And you can simply do it by even right now by saying, Jesus, I want to let go of the old self. I want to live with you in a new, new way, in a new relationship. Come into my life and I want to live for you. And then you get hold of a Bible. You can get in contact with us as some have done. And it's been amazing to connect with some others who aren't part of Harvest Church yet. Uh, but you may be watching and want that. We'd love to give you any help on your journey. But I want to pray just to finish up today, and that is to make sure that whatever change has happened, you may have had some real serious disappointments in your life, and, and, it's, and it's had a big impact. You've changed things. You might have run away. You might have tried to fight. You might have tried to resist, or you've changed your life dramatically because of those things. Make sure that in that change, that you change for the better, not for the bitter that you change for truth, not for a lie. Because the worst thing that 
a human can do is give up their life's calling, and that is to be a son or a daughter of the living God. And that's what you're called to do, and that's what I'm called to do, is to be a son or a daughter. And so that's the greatest calling that we have. And if you've given up, if you've let change and situations let you fall away from even believing that and knowing that and living that out, then recall that today because God's calling you. And I believe he's calling some people today who are watching and that you really need to to take some action, be aware of your situation. And so I want to pray to summarize today, and it's a perfect day to recommit your life to the Lord, give everything to him, and begin investing your life into the kingdom of God now. Don't delay, don't blame shift, don't make excuses, don't put it on anyone else. This is you and me. This is our time to become really, really aware of where we're at really in life. No more lying or or anything else. And then take responsibility in action so that we can see God do amazing things in your life. Lord, we pray today that you would speak to our hearts. We thank you for your word that wants to sharpen us and that you renew our minds and that you are uh, uh, drawing us into the new nature all the time. The old has gone and the new has come. And I pray today for all of us and for anyone watching, whatever issues have held us back in the past, Anything negative that we're still hanging on to, today we let it go. Today we choose to forgive. Today we choose to let go. We break off chains that have held us for a long time, far too long. No more excuses. No more blame shifting. No more uh, delaying and procrastinating. But today is a day to make that change, to seek you, Lord. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added. And Lord, we seek you today, Jesus. We make you our change maker. We make you at the center of all the change in our life. Where we've turned to other things, distractions and other things, it's all been uh, a smoke and mirrors when you've been right in the middle. So today we reconnect with you, Jesus even with other hobbies and things that maybe we filled in time when really it's you all along. And so, Jesus, we come again to you and we ask, connect with us, speak to us. We thank you for your truth and your word. And Lord, I pray today for everyone watching that you would fill them with your spirit. You'd fill them with power. You'd fill them with the authority of Jesus and that your presence would help us day and night to walk through this so that change would be an incredible thing, that you would lift us up, you would make us stronger and better and healthier. And Lord, that we can look forward to a vibrant life filled with you, with abundance, with overflowing presence and power and your truth flowing around us. And Lord, I pray that in this season, we would see incredible good change in our lives. And Lord, we we ask you to come and help us. Holy Spirit, who is our advocate, we ask you to come and help us in this season. Show us these areas. Show us these areas of change. And we, we pray that you would empower us. Empower us. I pray blessing upon everyone watching today. I pray that you would release upgrades, that you would release blessing, that you would release fresh vision for life, fresh vision for what it looks like to invest our lives for the kingdom of God. And I just release that 
power and presence of Jesus into homes, into situations, even into bodies physically, over sicknesses. In the name of Jesus, we release that power and presence of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you for everyone watching. We bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining today. We pray this has been an encouragement to you. And if you need to get in touch with us, you can do it. jump on the website. We've got a contact form. We'd love to hear from you. Um, you can also uh, share this, watch it back on Facebook Live and streaming and, uh, and let people know. We love hearing from you. And we pray that change will be an incredible thing for your life. Bless you guys this week.